0: Hi, I'm Dr. Jackie Fenton, and this is Your Health Matters. This podcast is here to help you learn more about your health and the healthcare system so that you can advocate for what you need. Today, I wanted to bring you a conversation that I had recently with my grandparents. Um, my grandfather has had a bout of bladder cancer, and he has had... Um, pretty much some hip pain, some hip bursitis on and off since then. Luckily it seems to be a little bit more managed and um, he was just asking me what I thought about strength training for him and he's 91 and I think that strength training is good at any age. <laughs> it can You can see benefits from it. Sure, when you're 91 you might not see uh, the changes in body composition that you might see Um, when you're in your 20s, and though you will still benefit from doing strength training, um, particularly if you're having any kind of pain. And so my grandmother chimed in that she went and saw her MD a couple weeks ago, and her MD told her that squats would be really great for strengthening. And so the MD was going through squat form and showing her how to do it and then at the very end throws in if you don't have the perfect form you can severely injure your back and i paused (laughs) before saying anything i'm sure my face looked um pretty intense because that's that's a pretty bold statement for the md to make and my grandmother continued saying that her whole life, she's been uh, very klutzy. So she decided it was better to forego doing the squats because um, many people in their retirement community had experienced back pain and she had noticed once you get back pain, it never goes away. And so she really just didn't wanna put herself in that position. So she has chosen uh, to not do squats or, or really any strength training because of that so this is, this is obviously very frustrating for me because um, as a physical therapist, I, again, I think when you're doing some form of strength training, whether it be body weight strength training or, or using weights, um, it can be really, really beneficial for you. So I thought I would just break this down a little bit and, and why, this is, why this statement was from the MD was, was problematic. Um, so first off as a healthcare provider we don't want to increase fear in our patients because when we increase fear that actually increases the chance for pain. So I'm personally very mindful about the language that I use. Now of course I'm sure I have said things that have set people off. They're I just can't be perfect in my language and 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 nobody can really be. Perfect in their language, obviously. And though, um, it's important to be cognizant of it as a healthcare provider, just to not make fear worse for the patient. Uh, people already come to me fearful because they are very disconnected from their body and, and don't really understand um, how it works because it's not something that's really taught to us growing up. And so it can feel really scary Um, when we're experiencing pain, or trying to start a new habit around movement. Uh, If we don't know anything about it and we're going online and learning certain things, uh, the language that we learn from people online can be really overwhelming and makes it feel like we shouldn't be doing that activity. So that's the first thing. As a healthcare provider, (laughs) myself and my other colleagues need to be really aware about the language that we're that we're using with people. The second thing I'll say here is is the spine is somehow perceived as really really fragile and it's not. Um, It has a ton of ligaments around it to support the structure itself so ligaments are um, connective tissue that connects the bones toward to each other um, and creates an incredible amount of stability for the spine. Of course, it has a lot of motion because it required our spine to move during the day. We require a decent amount of motion, right? Um, But the spine is very sturdy. I mean, the bones themselves are incredibly, incredibly sturdy. So it is it's interesting that we have become to think the spine is so fragile. I think it's because um, pain, we're seeing so many more people experience low back pain than ever before. And so I think then this there's a misconception that then the spine is very fragile. And realistically, pain is not directly correlated um, with an injury to the spine. So for example, I've talked about this on my podcast before, if you have a herniated disc, there is not a direct correlation between that disc herniation and pain. Many people walk around with a disc herniation and have zero pain. So not to say that disc herniation might not be part of the equation if you're experiencing pain, but it is a small part of that equation. So. The spine is is really not that fragile. It can and it can withstand a lot of load and be totally fine. So to say that your to say that your back would be severely injured from squats is is just is just honestly not true. Uh, and especially in my in my grandmother's case, she's not gonna be. know squatting with 400 pounds and putting a ton of load on the spine she's basically going to be doing moving from a sitting position to a standing position so that brings me to my next point we're doing squats pretty much every day if you're moving from a sitting to a standing position you're already squatting and you're doing it all the time and your spine in general is completely fine so it's kind of wild uh that this doctor would say that you would be severely injured if you didn't do the form correctly because i have seen people move from sitting to standing and i wouldn't say uh the sitting to standing movement is ever the same between person to person and then finally this idea of having perfect squat form is also kind of wild um first off this is her this uh, MD she saw was her primary care physician. And, and most primary care physicians um, don't have a background in strength training. They they don't have a background in movement. So um, for them to say that there is a perfect form is, is a little bit broken. Obviously, I don't know this primary care physician's background. And that's just my general understanding of primary care physicians that uh, they don't have lot of education around movement and strength training so back to this perfect squat form Um, squat form is going to change person to person and there's many ways to do (laughs) to do a squat Um, so what i mean by squat form is going to change person to person is that our anatomy is different person to person so for example my thigh bones my femurs are very very long (laughs) like super long in comparison to my torso so what that means when i squat um, my chest is actually going to lean closer towards my thighs and i'm not going to be as in an upright position and that's okay because that is my anatomy for someone that has um thigh bones that are shorter or more proportional to their torso length, or they have a longer torso, their chest is going to be way more upright in, in the squatting position. And so that's just saying squatting with your with your toes pointing forward to 12 o'clock. And again, there are a million ways, <laughs> not a million, but there's many different ways to squat. So to say that there is one perfect way to do it um, is doing a disservice to our patients. Uh, everyone again has different anatomy and so things are gonna work out a little bit different in their squat form. So just to kind of wrap up here, if um, a healthcare provider has given you some advice around movement and you are fearing, feeling fearful of that movement, ask more questions. Get your questions answered so that you no longer fear that movement. And if that healthcare provider is unable to answer those questions, a different healthcare provider with the experience around movement will be able to help you. So get your your questions answered. It's really important. Um, Like I said at the beginning of this podcast, when you are feeling fearful, there's going to be an increase in your experience of pain and also a decrease in your want, motivation to move because you're just going to be fearful of movement and afraid of injuring yourself. So if you have questions around a certain type of movement, please please ask so that you can move in the way that you want to move. I hope this um, helped you understand that your back is not so fragile and that there's not one perfect way to squat. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Your Health Matters. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. And to learn more from me, follow me on Instagram at Dr. Jackie Fenton. I look forward to chatting with you next week.